Hello and welcome to Family Mission. Kim here today and I'm here with some of my favorites, Mr. Mark. Hey guys. Mr. Samuel. Hello. And um, we're so thankful that you're here with us. You're our favorite. You're our favorite. <laughs> you get the number one listener award. That's right. Hey, you know what? You're God's favorite. Ooh, that's a good word. That's right, because we're all his favorites. We're all his favorites. Now, you see, you hear that, and it's initially going to want to bring up competition. <laughs> oh, oh, but no, there can only be one favorite. competition. No, you can have more than one favorite. And the way he has one, mm-hmm. more than one favorite, excuse me. Is because Jesus is the number one, and we're in Christ. That's right. So you just it works. It, it just works. If you're a parent, you know. I, of course, we're here with you, Sam. You're our firstborn, and I was convinced. If when we found out we were pregnant again, I had this weird wondering in my heart: How will I love Daniel as much as I loved you? You know, I just I knew somehow it was going to work, but I kind of had this weird thing because I thought you were so amazing, and then then comes Daniel. I'm like, he's amazing too, <laughs> and so I like I do. There favorite. is room in the Lord's heart for more than one. Favorite. That's right. That's true. And so we're so thankful um, for you today, and we're so glad that you're joining in our lovely conversation. We have just been sitting here having fun, mm-hmm. and so right. we we're... decided we would tap into a conversation with you today. That's right. We're having a a conversation about our great quest or the great quest today. That's kind of where we're going to, where we're going to go. But before we go there, Mm -hmm. do want to always let you guys know to get in touch with us. You can look in the description of the podcast and there's links to all kinds of ways to get in touch with us. But the easiest ways you can email us, Spelman Spelman Ministries. Ministries. At gmail.com. Spelman Ministries at gmail.com. That's right. Also on Facebook, Instagram, Spelman Ministries. You can find us, follow the page, like the page. Um, there's a group on Facebook. You can join the Family Mission group so you can be in touch and get information about us that way if you so desire. Mm-hmm. Now, onto our regularly scheduled program. That's our uh, studio audience. That's our studio audience. That's our studio audience. <laughs> Isn't that cool? <laughs> I got a soundboard with buttons. Oh, <laughs> and I just so wanted to use that. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's the crowd. Boys. Oh, I mean, men, 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 men. Men, men will be men. <laughs> men with their toys. It's cool. So our great quest. Yeah. Our great quest. <laughs> well. Let's it, talk about the quest. Let's what talk is about a quest? What is the great quest? Well, the word quest is actually a Latin word that's the root of a very familiar word, question. Ooh, the oh, great yeah. question. How did I not see that oh, one coming? Oh, with a great question, there's a great answer. Exactly. Hello. And what is conversation? Conversation many times stems around a question. Hello. And so these conversations we have with you, each one of them, because we're dealing with questions, each of Every podcast could be like a quest. It's its own little quest. It's its own little quest. quest. So we're going to give you some answers today. That's right. Because life is about questions. Everybody has questions. And in fact, it's interesting. You can read through the Bible uh, and just look for the questions, particularly if you want to really dial into the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, just the gospel accounts, and look at all the times Jesus asked questions. Yeah. Hello. Yes, so it's question. good to ask questions. Mm-hmm. So when we ask questions, it's something that um, 
opens up a dialogue Mm -hmm. for there to be great answers and revelation that come with those questions. That's right. And so as we begin our conversation today, I'm just pulling this literally right from the Internet. Go figure. Go figure. Literaryterms.net, just to give proper... what, what do you call, call it? Rights? Co- um, you know, copyright. 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 This is where we got as our source. There you go. We're citing our sources. We're citing my sources. We're citing our sources. Okay. You know, I could have said, I know a guy, but, you know, that'd be it, kind of vague. Uh, we like to cite <laughs> our sources. <laughs> now, isn't it funny how that works? Oh, come on. People, we got so territorial. I got, that we got my sources. Everything. Well, I'm giving you my sources. Who found it first? Literary oh, terms. Who gets net. the credit? <laughs> So, Sorry. It's not a secret source. It's not a fancy source. It's just the internet. But anyway, a quest. It is a journey that someone takes in order to achieve a goal or complete an important task. An important task. It goes on to say that quests are usually heroic in nature and usually feature one protagonist, that's the hero, who goes on a dangerous mission against all odds to save a group of people or society. Sometimes the hero sets out on a quest to find a symbolic object or person and bring it or them back to his home. Does that not sound familiar? There's a lot of quests. I mean, almost half of Hollywood, Mm -hmm. if not more so. I mean, every movie is a quest. Yeah. It is a quest that's been filmed. There's actors portraying some sort of quest. Mm-hmm. You know, this this is something that is so a part of um, just the experience that we have. It's mm-hmm. it's a part of the time on Earth. It's answering, though, a I think a desire in every person's heart. Every see, we were made for greatness. We and were. So sometimes the only time people can find connection with greatness, they got to go to. Hollywood or some fantasy place where there's a hero, a journey, and a goal, and they connect with that because we're made to connect with that because God is great. God is great. And God fathered us, so we're made for greatness. We're made to connect with greatness. And that's why, like you said, Sam, Hollywood is a multi, multi, multi multi-billion dollar industry is because it's answering something that everyone is yearning for. Yeah, it's giving a solution. Unfortunately, a lot of Hollywood is twisted. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're twisted yeah. in their um, quest, in their pursuits. <laughs> they're it's perverted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, so we got to look back. What is a true godly mm-hmm. quest? That's and good. So when you look at what they're, what are they connecting though with emotionally in people's hearts? The fact that everybody wants a hero. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants a journey. Uh-huh. And everybody wants to know the goal. What What's the purpose? Why are we here? What are we doing? And mm-hmm. it's answering, though. Now, it might be giving them twisted, perverted answers. It might be misguiding them. But it's answering a real felt need in every single heart. Well, a God-given mm-hmm. question in every single heart. Amen. And only God can answer that question for each and every one of us. That's, you know, I mean, you talk about the place in your heart that there is that question, the true, the truth of who can really answer that Mm -hmm. is only found, only found in the kingdom Mm -hmm. answer. It's not found in a earth. Earthly, well, because earthly, you know, in Hollywood, answer. they're they're trying to peg everything naturally. 
Mm-hmm. The Bible says the wisdom of this world is sensual and demonic. So it's heavily relied on natural senses. Mm-hmm. And how we feel, how it makes us feel. It's heavily emotionally mm-hmm. driven. Um, and those things feel, in the moment, it feels good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that you see a movie, you see a hero finally get... You know, they, they stand up and they finally, you know, the comeback mm-hmm. underdog stands up and they, you know, get their vengeance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that going to trigger <laughs> some emotions. But the Bible does say this. Vengeance is the Lord's. Mm-hmm. He. So if I'm if I'm feeding mm-hmm. on movies or TV shows where vengeance is getting enacted, it's going to make me want it. It's going to mm-hmm. seed that in my heart. And then what? Then, then, then I go after there you then go. I go after that vengeance in my in own my life. own life in my own heart instead of having the Trust, Lord. Yeah, yeah, the Lord take but here's care of the that. Issue. Vengeance. What is that? What is that poking? It's like poking something in the room. It's the fact that we all want justice. That's and true. Why do we want justice? Is because we're going to answer. Our life is accountable. Yeah. To our Creator, justice needs to happen. Every heart knows that. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes, God's put eternity in every heart. Mm-hmm. So every heart, whether they admit it or not, they know they're accountable. They know they're accountable to justice. That's why they want justice. They know they're accountable to their Creator, whether they admit He exists or not, or that they've been created or not. That is in by design, like you were saying, Kim, by design. Mm-hmm. That awareness is there by design, that question is there by design, that desire is there, because that's how we were made, and that's who made us. Mm. Now, let's talk about the question that was brought up in Matthew 16. Scripture time. Scripture time. You ready? Get your Bibles out. Crack your Bibles open. Get your books. The book of the epic story. There you go. The epic story. (laughs) You know, this is where Jesus asked his disciples in Matthew 16, 13, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, he said, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? So the question is, who is Jesus Christ? And they said, well, some say you're John the Baptist. Some say you're Elijah or Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. I guess they're... Now, how could he be John the Baptist if John the Baptist baptized him? (laughs) Exactly. This just shows just how confusing people Uh can get. It's just how confusing, you know, and this, this, I think, applies to the great quest. You know, it doesn't say... You know, not just a great quest. It is the great quest. The great quest. You know, it is a singular truth. Truth is singular. It's not some multi-thing. Now, there might be different perspectives Mm -hmm. or dimensions to it, but truth itself is one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not shattered in different pieces. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth. The, the life. Absolutely. So whenever there's, you know, people involved, a lot of times truth can get very blurred because everyone's going to try to claim a perspective of mm-hmm. it or a perspective as the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, the, Jesus even said, he, he warned his disciples, said, people will come saying they're me. Don't listen. Don't be deceived. So mm-hmm. there's constantly this, you know, background noise that's going to be in our lives telling us this is what your quest supposed to look like. We use the example of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. That's another one that could be saying, hey, this is what it looks like to be a an empowered person. This is what it mm-hmm. looks like to be a wise person. This is what it looks like to be, et cetera, et cetera. But in reality, the truth of Jesus is the only true quest mm-hmm. that's going to, you know, fulfill all of our hearts. That's right. Right. 
And so when they begin to answer all these things, they, of course, came up with their answers. Uh, verse 14 and then verse 15, he says, but who do you say? Who do you say that, that I, I am? am? And so that's the question. That's the quest that every heart has to go on. That's the quest for every heart. That's the question every heart will have to answer. Who is Jesus Christ? And not just who he is historically, not just who is he even in in biblical studies, but who is he to you? Who is he to you? Now, the Bible gives you the true image of who he is, but you still have to, I still have to make that very personal and Mm -hmm. come into a personal relationship with him, knowing who he is. Absolutely. And then notice what happens um, after he says, but who do you say that I am? Verse 16, Simon Peter says, you are the Christ. The Christ. You're the son of the living God. And -hmm. Jesus answered and said, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. You didn't just figure this out. You you weren't taught in school this. But my father, which is in heaven, has revealed it. And I say to you, talking to Simon, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail. So what's happened is Simon found out by revelation who Jesus Christ is, and then Jesus turned to Peter, or Simon, and said, now let me tell you who you really are. And that's the exchange that we get to have when we discover who he is, then he begins to tell us who we really are. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) So you so in what you're saying here, you know, this just comes to me because I think it's it's vital that we understand that that exactly what you're talking about, the very heart of it was planted in us mm-hmm. planted in us at our creation yeah and and that was even before we were even in our mother's womb mm-hmm. so you're talking about something it's like it's like something we were created with this and then it it has to be turned back and our focus has to go back into what was already placed there. Mm-hmm. And so much of the time people in their relationship with the Lord, they don't they're looking at it from an outward instead of an inward. Mm-hmm. They're looking yeah. at they're looking at what what must I do instead of what was made new. Mm-hmm. In my relationship, when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, what was already planted in me and how quickly and how precise is it's already there. I then have to put my aim and mm-hmm. my my quest That's it. back into discovery of who God said mm-hmm. and what one, God yeah. said. Because once we discover who he is. And how he said. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's going to begin telling us. That's right. Who we are. And, you know, this question also came up with Pilate in John 18. Um, what were you going to say earlier, though, Sam? Well, I just think that all of this, it all applies 
um, to, again, the singular truth. I mean, that's just, that's what was really highlighted in my spirit. And I was reading um, earlier today in Jude, and this is connected. In Jude, it says this, verse 17, But you must remember, beloved, the predications of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They said unto you, in the last time there will be scoffers following their own ungodly passions. Mm -hmm. See, that's not the quest we want to go on. See, there's, there's always an option. There's always a choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, following their own passions. Verse 19, it is these who cause divisions, worldly people devoid of spirit. Okay, so there's two, there's two big qualifications for not following the great quest, for not staying on path. See, Jesus said the way. It's a narrow way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas there's this quest, there's this way that we live our lives, there's this direction that we're going, but it's narrow. It's not popular. It's not the majority. Even in the Christian world, it's not the majority. But it's truth. And it says this because they're devoid of spirit. So the, the path we're taking is clearly full of the spirit, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. It's not full of just my own will, but it's full of the spirit of God. And it's, it's, a, it's a supernatural way of living not just spectacular in the sense of supernatural. Again, if Hollywood is the only defining factor of what supernatural looks like. We're in trouble. We're in trouble because then it's just going to be whatever I saw on TV. Mm-hmm. What is a ghost? Well, it's whatever I saw on TV. Well, then how can you even believe in the Holy Ghost and have a true understanding of the Holy Ghost mm-hmm. if the word ghost is so perverted by what Hollywood says a ghost is? Mm-hmm. So there's this there's this mixture, and you can have this mixed bag in your soul. It can get very confusing. The Bible says this, God is not the God of confusion. No, he's not. So he's not confusing. It's very simple, but it's got to be defined mm-hmm. by the Bible. It absolutely has to be defined by the Bible, and that's kind of what just was stern in my mm-hmm. heart as as this quest gets flushed out you know we're kind of just talking about an overview of mm-hmm. of the great quest you know what is this this whole you know you could say aim of life this mm-hmm. time on the earth what is this great quest um and whenever i was younger i would play some different there was some video games i'd like to play or you could play even board games there's a lot of board games that follow the same narrative and there's a quest Mm-hmm. There's some sort of quest line that you're trying to get from point A to point B, mm-hmm. and that's the main quest. But then, if you want to make yourself stronger, get more things in the game or whatever, they'll have what they call rewards. A, rewards. Mm-hmm. They'll have what they call a side quest. And so it's not the main thing you're traveling along, but it's these other little offshoots and branches that spurt into mm-hmm. these other different quest lines or storylines that take you a whole different way. Mm-hmm. And now- now, just pause just real quickly now. So think about why today in social media, why is it so popular through social media? Facebook calls it a story. Timeline. What's your story? You know, those little story. And then they got yeah. reels. I mean, so let's, why your is timeline. your timeline? So why is now this so popular? It's because, again, it's tapping into we have a hunger for this. We have a desire for this. But like we're saying, we can't let Hollywood define it. We got to let the Bible yeah. define, define it. it. We can't let natural things define the supernatural. Mm-hmm. Right. And because God, you said this, the Lord, God is spirit. First John talks about the Lord is spirit. He is light. There is no darkness in him. First John. So there's this truth of who God is that will actually shine back to what you were saying mm-hmm. with Peter. Whenever there's a true revelation of how God 
is, who he is, when he is, why he is, all of those who, what, when, where, why, how, those core questions to any narrative, core any story, questions. questions. That's right. Those things need to be defined. Mm-hmm. And those things will be defined by the Spirit of God in our lives when we receive Christ and we follow what the quest mm-hmm. says. We follow what the book, the Bible yeah. says. So look at look at uh, Pilate here. This is now towards the end of uh, Jesus' life. Here he's about to be crucified in John 18, and he's brought before Pilate. Now, Pilate is a Roman governor. He's there in the nation of Israel, but he's representing Caesar. He's there as kind of the local uh top guy i mean he's the local sheriff he's the local sheriff he's overseeing israel um as rome has dominance and control of israel under caesar as king so here's here's Pilate in that high position and jesus has been brought before him and they'll just jump into verse 33 of john john 18 and then Pilate entered the judgment hall you know how many have ever went to like a courthouse there's just a sound when your feet <laughs> dum, dum. are walking through the courthouse. The halls are good hollow. Good and, good you know, and of course, you know, in today's you got to go through all these metal detectors and all these kinds of things. But you just, if you've ever been in a courtroom <laughs> or you've ever been in a hall, there's just a feeling that you get like, I'm accountable. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is serious. This is serious. <laughs> and you might be going to get your marriage license, so it might be like a total happy day, but you feel so, it just feels so in trouble. It's you so know? serious. Yeah, it's like the principal's office. <laughs> Great honor for the place. There's, yeah, so the it's halls. just, you know, it's made out of stone. Usually yeah. it's like, this, these, walls no aren't, <laughs> these walls aren't moving. This floor is hard, <laughs> you know. And so here, here he is in the Great Judgment Hall. And he called Jesus and said unto him, this is his question. Here's Pilate's question. Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus said, well, are you asking this of yourself or did others tell me? Oh, man. So is this your question or are you just asking someone else? Who am I to you? Well, yeah, passion, who am I to you? That's the Passion right. Translation says, Good. are you asking because you really want to know? Or are you only asking this because others have said it about me? See, it's back to that question with Peter. Who yeah. do you say that I am? He's, right. he's asking even Pilate here. Who are are you saying? Uh-huh. Are you asking? Or is this just you know something you're heard? This something is just in the rumor mill. Echoing, yeah. Hearsay. <laughs> so Pilate said, "Whoa, he he didn't like that poke." So he says, "Am I a Jew? Boom! <laughs> Your own nation, chief priests, they delivered you to me." What have you done? He de- he deflected the question. Another question, though. Another question. <laughs> Jesus looked at him. And he answered. What did he say? The ro- royal power of my kingdom realm doesn't come from this world. If it did, then my followers could be fighting to the end to defend me from the Jewish leaders. <laughs> My kingdom realm authority is not from this realm. So then Pilate Boom. said, are you a king then? Oh, you are right. <laughs> Jesus said, I was born a king and I have come into this world to prove what truth really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And everyone who loves the truth will receive my words. Everyone who loves the truth. Loves the truth. 
will, in other words, that's the answer. Yeah. Everybody who really wants the answer, you're going to get truth. You're going to hear Jesus. You're going to have to hear Jesus. And Jesus is truth. truth. He is the truth. In fact, the King James says it this way, for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth, and everyone that is of the truth or wants the truth will hear my voice. Okay, so we're going to take one of those little, um, Sam says, you know, there's a, there's a great quest, and then there's a journey quest. A little side quest. A side quest. Well, we're going to talk about something real quick, because I just hear this. Um, so when we are in a family dynamic, mm-hmm. in our relationships, should we be on the quest of being right? Are we... <laughs> looking for truth and who is truth and what is truth in that? Well, I think great I, question. it is a great question because here's a lot of times where things break down in a home dynamic, whether it's a husband, wife with children, just whatever the dynamic may be, everyone is wanting to be right. Ooh, and that's where hello. the strife enters in. But what <laughs> happens when, we desire God being right. Hello, That's what I was getting at. I knew you were. What happens when we want God to be right, then that becomes the great quest. So if he is truth, mm-hmm. in this scripture we were just talking about, he is truth. So we find truth with the help mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit through the written word of God. And... We can even tap our God-given imagination in some of the circumstances. Think about this. What if Jesus, just if we could just imagine for a minute in any given situation where it's getting heated, there's a question on the table, everybody's got a different opinion, and, and, it, and it's getting heated, it's getting tense, it's getting whatever, um, whatever you want to describe it as. What if we could imagine the person Jesus how would he how would his presence affect that conversation oh boy if he was present in the room and he was there i think everyone would say what do you have to say lord what do you have to say <laughs> what how, you know what i'm saying in other words it it quickly would come off of what i think what you think what they think we would now all of a sudden want to know what does he think? What does he think? What is his opinion? <laughs> what is his thoughts? And so we have to ask ourselves and we have to be willing to, you know, I love that, you know, you even talked about it, Sam, before that, you know, the Hollywood has basically hijacked imagination. Why do they get to develop all the imagination? Yeah. Why can't we allow our walk with Christ, our faith in Christ, our imagination to be tapped by the Holy Spirit so that we bring Jesus into not just like an imaginary friend. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he is real. But if he was to come in the flesh and appear, how would that affect the conversation? How would that oh, affect boy. the discussion? Well, and how is it affecting? Because right now we're in an age, a dispensation, where young men are dreaming dreams mm-hmm. and having visions. That's right. And so... That goes along with exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so what Pilate was dealing with here, because it goes on down, 
we left off in verse 20 or 37 where Jesus said, everyone that is of the truth will hear my voice. Um, Pilate verse 38 says, what is truth? Hmm. What is truth? What is it? And that, if we could say, really is the question in every heart is what is truth? And of course, the popular phrase you hear about it all throughout culture today, find your own truth. Uh-oh. Just find your own truth. Well, that, of course, could go a million different well, directions. If, if I'm just finding truth. <laughs> That's error. Rejection. Wrong Rejection. Answer. Well, if you think about it, if, again, it goes back to the theme even. Am I looking to natural things to define truth because mm-hmm. if oh, i'm just hello. if i'm just looking to the carnal things that i can see the bible says that the carnal mind is at enmity with the with the spirit mm-hmm. it's, it's at enmity it's at odds the way of the spirit is life yes but it's at odds with the carnal mind so mm-hmm. the things that are going to often feel right often not always but often especially if you're beginning your walk with the lord mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that feel like they're getting cut pretty sharp mm-hmm. you know things that used to be okay that i used to not bug me now all of a sudden they bug me mm-hmm. you know for instance maybe it's my language what i'd talk about what i'd talk about in conversation publicly what i would share you know, those things, maybe my heart starts, man, maybe I shouldn't be talking about that with other people. Maybe mm-hmm. I shouldn't be speaking like this. Maybe I should really drop the curse words. Maybe, I, you know, there's things that can be convicted and convicted and convicted because there's a higher calling. Mm-hmm. There's a higher way to do things. And those words are often used calling. And there's a lot of church words. Um, I would call them church words, words that I grew up Thankfully, I've been you know around the the Word of God and I've been yes, around a lot of churches. Born into it. First I was born into it, man. <laughs> I was born into it. Three man. days. Three old. days old. You were in church. So. You were in exactly. Church. Hello. Well, you think and so there's there's a lot of things that we can understand, and for, especially someone if you're coming into the the kingdom of heaven, you're coming into the the relationship with God, and some of these words they don't make sense. The Bible def- defines these words. The Bible defines what these things are in our quest, how they mm-hmm. apply to our quest. Again, this very important word, what is truth? You know, what is the truth? Mm-hmm. You know, what is a Jesus calling? Jesus is the, the way, the, the truth, truth, and, and the, the life. life. That's right. And that's why Paul, <laughs> even when Paul said, he said, I will preach nothing but this, Christ and him crucified. Mm-hmm. In other words, everything can land on that. That's right. Because you, everything stems from that point. See, Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is like a, a seed that's planted and dies. You know, there's this this seed of his life that was planted. Mm-hmm. So everything on the crux of time, both Old Testament, New Testament, things that was, mm-hmm. things that are, things that was, things that were, <laughs> things that are, and things that are to come, um, whatever they are, they all stem from that point. Even our time, there's B.C., before Christ, mm-hmm. and there's A.D., so there's this, you know, after his death, after his death, there's this hinge pin mm-hmm. of even our time is dictated by when Christ existed. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very important to understand that don't get hung up just on the verbiage, but catch what the Spirit is saying. There's a quest. There's a way. There's a direction. There's a purpose. There's an aim, and all of these things are simply from the solid foundation of the mission of love. That's right. That's it. They're all founded on love. And so, you know, being a part of Family Mission, you might say, well, what does, what is the connection here? Well, Family Mission, Sam just brought it up. It's reviving the mission of love. And of course, love is the great quest. 
Love is the journey. Love is the hero. Love is the goal. And so when we realize that, you know, an epic story, an epic quest involves a hero, a journey, and a goal. And when we discover Jesus, who is the embodiment of truth, the embodiment of love, he becomes the hero. He he get he puts us on a journey. He becomes he said, the goal. Pick up your cross and follow me. That's Pick, a journey. That's a journey, and oh. that's a quest. The Bible says all were made to be in the likeness of His Son. That's a goal. Mm-hmm. And there's a hero, a Savior, Jesus. So all three of those things are fulfilled in Christ. All of them in Christ. And we then, when we pick up our cross, then when we walk in love every day, I mean, I don't mean to be overly magnanimous here, but you become a hero. Mm-hmm. When love is the hero mm-hmm. and you walk in that agape love and you express that agape love, whether it's to your spouse, to your children, to a stranger, you you express that giving attribute of God, you're expressing the hero attribute of who God is, the hero attribute of who Christ is, and you become part of that. Mm-hmm. You become part of that story, that epic story, mm-hmm. where God says that he was in Christ reconciling the world and therefore made us ambassadors. Mm-hmm. He made us uh, to have a ministry of reconciliation so that we could partner with him. Ministry in this. of reconciliation. Yes. That's so good. And that's mm-hmm. part of the journey. That's part of the quest. That's part of our assignment. When he found us and I found him, now I begin a journey with him. That's right. And, you know, Micah 6 talks about verse 8, you know, mm-hmm. he specifically talking, and this fits right here, What what is required of man? And that is that we do justly, mm-hmm. love mercy, and walk humbly with our God. That is so simple. That's good. But it is doable when we make it our quest. Mm -hmm. It's doable with... See, I I like that when you choose, this is the direction. See, We have to make it our quest. We have to make it our quest, so then the grace can actually fulfill us and undergird us. Mm -hmm. See, whereas before we were saved and born again, there's this failure there's this internal because there's just this disconnect. Mm-hmm. But when you've been born again and you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, like it says in Acts, you're baptized, you come, you have the Holy Ghost who's given to you as a gift. As mm-hmm. a gift. Then there's a grace. Mm-hmm. You know, because again, I, it's all in Christ. And mm-hmm. it sounds so, I don't know what you say, it just seems over the top. It's like, man, just, is there anything Christ can't do? Well, that's. That's a bad attitude to have about it because <laughs> he did everything. Yeah. He did everything. He, and that's it takes the weight off our shoulders and allows us to grow freely. Mm-hmm. Well, and let's just double all the way back to something that was said at the beginning because here's here's what, what the reality of new birth in Jesus Christ is all about. When we come into the kingdom and Jesus Christ is brought into our lives and into our heart as our Lord and Savior, then everything that he has is planted, the seed of it is planted in us at that point in time. Amen. Yeah. And so let's just talk about the fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, another one, you know, that we're, we're Galatians walking. Galatians 5. We're walking. How are we walking? How do you walk humbly? Mm-hmm. How do you walk honorably? Well, the fruit of the Spirit is developed in you. That's right. And there was a seed that was placed in each and every one of us 
when Jesus became our Lord and Savior and we died to ourselves mm-hmm. and we picked up. Yeah. We picked up the cross and we follow him. That's right. We say, not our way, but your way. That's right. And we develop that fruit in our life. And we say, your mission is now our mission. Your mission. And yeah. you think about how do I how do I let this go? How do I get clean? Mm-hmm. And when you're born again, you're clean. The thing that jumped to to, to my my heart was the scripture in uh, Malachi three. He's the Italian prophet. You can also call him Malachi, <laughs> Malachi. If, you, if you don't know how to pronounce it. Malachi chapter three it says, "Behold, I send my messenger." Verse one. Um, to the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, and the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Behold, he's coming, says the Lord of hosts. It's talking about Jesus. Yeah. That's right. Because this is before Jesus' time, right? This is before, this is a prophecy about Jesus being sent. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's given yes. an answer to a people that need an answer. Verse 2, but who can endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and like fuller's soap. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver, and he will purify the sons of Levi and refine them like gold and silver, and they will bring offerings of righteousness to the Lord. Amen. Now you think of the sons of Levi, they were the priests. So we've been made priests and kings. Mm Mm-hmm. Bible says we've been made unto him priests and kings. We we now are a generation. If we're in the body of Christ, we are like the sons of Levi. Yeah, which means this verse can apply to me that Christ can come and he can be a refiner's fire. He will sit and he will purify me and refine me, and I will bring offerings of righteousness to the Lord. In other words, my life will become like an offering. Yeah, my actions will be righteous well, like an, an offering. Offering a, a, a sacrifice. And an offering means that you're dying. Something has to die for a sacrifice. For a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So we have to die to our flesh to pick up his way of doing, his His way of being. True love Mm -hmm. produces a death to self in you. That's right. If you're really loving someone, it's going to create not pain in the sense of pain like it's a bad thing, but pain in the sense of whatever was wrong and selfish mm-hmm. is going to get cut and it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. That selfishness is going to get cut out. <laughs> Do you realize what you guys just answered? You answered the amazing question about Romans chapter 8 where it says, um, a lot of people, they don't they wouldn't put this on their refrigerator. Oh, why <laughs> not? Come on. But I got a little, I got a refrigerator. Let's put, let's put it on the refrigerator. What's the verse? But it's in Romans chapter 8. Um, let me pick it up here. It's Romans 8, verse 35. Um, it says, we are all like lambs being led to the slaughter. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's, that's a great one to put on as a bumper sticker. So it's pretty heavy metal. In other words, there's going to be some death involved. It's not, right. it's not a death in the cessation of life. It's a death in a self-centered focus. Yeah. Because the mission of love is not, the quest is not me being right. The quest it's, is God being that's right. That's right. Yeah. The that's quest right. is love not winning. me winning. The quest is love winning. That's love so winning. And so every as, time. Every time. So as we wrap up today's conversation, because we could go on for a long time. Well, on this. maybe we'll pick up another one. Maybe we will, but we'll give you one scripture here to wrap up here. First Timothy one five. It says, For we reach the goal of fulfilling all the commandments when we love others deeply with a pure heart, a clean conscience, and a sincere faith. That's the passion. 
It says in the Amplified, whereas the object and purpose of our instruction and charge is love. Love. And it says in the Young's Literal, the end of the charge is love. Love. The easy ESV says the aim of our charge is love. The NIV says the goal of this command is love. love. NLT says the purpose of my instruction is love. love. And finally, the message says the whole point of what we're urging is simply love. Love. It's very simply put. It's a very simple truth, but in practice, <laughs> it is a journey. It's, it's a, a journey. journey. It's a quest. It's a quest. <laughs> Every single day we get to practice it. Every single Every day we can get better at day. it. Every, and you're the hero of your own story. Yeah. Well, I don't mean that. I mean, Jesus is the hero, but I'm saying he puts his love in us, and love is the hero. He makes, the love he gives of God, you grace. The agape love of God is the hero. And there's grace to become love. There's grace to become love in every situation, which will require death. What if you're just <laughs> having a, a, a an emotional moment when you are just frustrated and, and at the end of yourself? Well, you just have to take a couple deep breaths uh-huh. and say, God's love's in me. Speak it. Speak it's written. Love can come out of me. <laughs> come on. Now I heard this funny the other day. Somebody That's said, good, um, "How you speak the word representative when you're waiting on the phone to speak to a person? How you say representative is on hold? On hold in phone jail. That's how you really are. <laughs> oh." <laughs> <laughs> your, your character is defined by how you say representative. We talked about. I think. I think <laughs> our character should be speak to person. <laughs> I think uh, our <laughs> Lord. I think that um, our quest should be. Uh-huh. How does God? Yeah, how would how would Jesus how would Jesus ask how for would Jesus ask for representative? <laughs> how would Jesus ask to speak to a person? <laughs> what would Jesus was up do in phone, jail? in phone jail? Exactly. How would Jesus handle the situation? You know, it's funny that, and then moving. Yeah. Anytime oh, you're moving, oh. and you got the pressure of how about traffic? Stuff? Traffic. How about man, the there's so store. many things. How about Bring the gas out. line now? Who okay, come on. Let's just make it real. Yeah. It's everyday life. Everyday life. Everyday life. How do we respond? Mm-hmm. And how do we, you know, I like to say it this way, what seat are we sitting in or from when we're choosing love? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we are we choosing? Are we choosing? Man, are that, we choosing? That just exploded in my spirit. Are we, are we choosing? choosing to love the way God designed his instruction his example are we choosing you know the old saying what would jesus do mm-hmm. how about how would jesus love yeah are we walking in that love that agape love because i'm here to tell you today we can we can you used to you know in this when there's a personal relationship with Jesus, and again, we are coming to a close with this, guys. I promise we are. <laughs> when there's a personal relationship with Jesus, you may have mentioned earlier in the show, you talked about everyone wants justice. You know, everyone at the end of our lives, we're all going to answer to Jesus because he bought everyone on the cross. That's mm-hmm. the truth. When you see a cross, that's why there's one hanging on the wall over there. I'm mm-hmm. looking at it. When you see a cross, that's a sign that says, hey, everyone's been purchased. Yep. There was a trans. 
what do you call it, transaction that yep. you could say there was a purchasing, there was transfer. A, a transfer. Jesus bought, says it is finished. That means every sin was paid for on the cross. Every, 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 every single that's one. That's all. That's every single of the seven point some odd billion people that are in the world right now. Right now. Plus <laughs> the generations beforehand and to come. Jesus bought it. That's why he's worthy mm-hmm. of all praise. That's why when you read in Revelation, it says they're throwing their crowns and they're saying, holy, holy. Mm-hmm. And you'd think, does seem like overkill? No, it's exactly what it's he worth. Did. That's right. He purchased, which means he owns the rights too, mm-hmm. which means what he chooses to do, how he chooses to judge, how he chooses to administer, it's up to him. So listen to these words he said from the cross. Father, forgive, forgive them. them. They don't know what they're doing. We have an advocate. Amen. We have an advocate who wants us forgiven. And that is the quest that all of us begin to work out of our heart. Mm -hmm. How do I live a life where I want others forgiven around me? That's right. What does it look like to want my parents to Mm -hmm. always get forgiveness? Mm -hmm. What does it look like to want my siblings to get a second chance? Mm -hmm. What does it look like to always wish that, man, I I hope they can see how good God is so -hmm. they can see how valuable they are? What does it look like to have that be the dialogue in the inside of our hearts? Amen. Instead of wanting to get wrath Mm -hmm. and judgment and vengeance. Oh, they just get what's coming to them. And to be right. And to be right, which it's all rooted in that. If I just want to be right, then yeah, I want you to get destroyed so I can be right. Well, so we're going to leave you today from this conversation. Thank you for joining us. And we're going to just allow the Holy Spirit to help us all Mm -hmm. want Him to be right and choose a quest of choosing God's love, His unconditional love, his acceptance, yeah. His grace, His mercy, and we're going to walk in His love every single time. Amen. Amen. 